you're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Hey, it's Roger. You know, I've been thinking about the power of collaboration. That is, working with other professionals you like and trust that have complementary strengths and expertise. I highly recommend it. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, and I'm really thankful for that, you know that every now and again, I collaborate with my good friend and fellow industry pro, Jamie Oikel. Jamie runs a site called runningrestaurants.com, and if you haven't checked it out, you should. It's chock full of everything restaurant that you can think of. Jamie and I frequently get together to riff on a variety of topics to help you run a better, more profitable restaurant operation. For a fresh perspective on your business, why not find a co-collaborator yourself to learn and share best practices? It could be a fellow restaurateur or manager, a great marketer, service guru, or other professional. Listen to today's podcast where we discuss words to live by and eight great things to say to your staff today. I'm certain there'll be plenty of takeaway and ideas to share with your team. Listen on. Well, hello, everyone. This is Jamie Oichel from RunningRestaurants.com, and here I am with Roger Bodwin from RestaurantRockstars.com. What's going on, Roger? Hey, Jamie. How are you today? I'm doing great, Roger. Listen, I love this love this call we're going to do like if like people are dialing in like stay for this call because i've i've taken a sneak peek of what we're going to talk about today and this is eight things to say to your staff today so um this is gonna be great and roger's great when he talks about the people equation of the business and they are so important to the success of your business your people and and how they interact and what they believe in their their culture and their philosophy and we're going to give you eight tips today that you can that you can use for meetings and, and 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 staff conversations, so you're absolutely going to love this. So, Roger, I want to get right into it, and I, I hope you don't mind uh, not no, uh, cutting through any fluff. I want to get right to this. Yeah, go for it. Um, the first thing that you that you mental men, mentality wise want to have for your staff, you say educate, inform, and entertain. Explain. Okay, so that was sort of a a philosophy that I had right from the get go when I ran restaurants because I believed service was the cornerstone of my business. It was going to be a competitive advantage. And I believe then, as I believe now, that the restaurant business is show business. It's all about entertainment. So it starts by educating. And that means that every front of house person knows your menu, knows your concept, knows all your hooks and is open with chit-chat with your customer to tell them everything that's special about your restaurant, whether it's a menu item, whether it's a process, a way of doing business, something that sets you apart from the competition. So that's the educating and the informing part. And then the entertainment was all about, you know, training your staff, every staff person that you have, if you train and develop what I call the A-team, you then develop their their skills in presenting. You you encourage them to use their unique personalities to bring the experience to life. So it's all about educating, informing, and entertaining each and every customer with their unique personalities and giving them personal service. And, you know, that Cheers formula just comes to mind. I mean, Cheers is a classic television show, but it's all about, you know, People want to go where everybody know their, knows their name and, you know, giving them that personal level of service is the most powerful thing you can do in a business to bring customers back again. 
Yeah, Norman. Everybody. Right? Norman. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Cheers is great. Yeah. And absolutely, and absolutely, I, I will, I will echo those, those comments of having the 18 players, right? And when you have those 18 players, this, this um, equation gets, gets a lot easier because those people are engaged and they want to give good service. So, um, number two, uh, you say notice and see what the guest sees. I, I like this one. What do, you, what do you think? Well, you know, every restaurant has a staff and everyone's got a set of eyes, right? And there are so many details in this business. There's so many moving parts. And I always train my staff to think like an owner, to notice and see what the guest sees. So I had every single person that came to work in a given day walk through the front door and notice what the guest is going to see before they see it and either fix things that are broken at that moment or tell a manager or myself as an owner if they couldn't handle it themselves. So when you park your car in a parking lot, it's everything from, you know, maybe there's a pothole that someone's going to trip and break their ankle. Maybe there's trash outside the entranceway. You know, there's a butt can spilling over with cigarettes. Uh, maybe the windows are dirty. Maybe there's a poster that was from last week's live entertainment show that's no longer up to date. Maybe there's burned out light bulbs. You know, who knows? Maybe the floor is dirty. So as you walk from the parking lot through the restaurant to get to your job, look and notice and see everything that the guests can possibly see and take care of it. You know, I, I, I'm famous for saying that I believe the restaurant business is one of a thousand details. There really are a thousand details to running your business. And even if you get 990 of those details right, it's the 10 you miss that the guest always sees. And it's all about the guest experience. So it certainly helps to have however many staff, you know, 10, 20, 30 people noticing on their way into the job to see what is out of, you know, a miss that can be fixed before the guest sees it. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and and from the, from I'll just talk from the customer side for a second. Is uh, yeah, we absolutely do. We see those ten of we see those ten other things. It's the bathroom that's out of toilet paper. It's uh, you know it's it, little things like the light bulb and the sign and and things and things in the parking lot. And you go, oh man, if they're not paying attention to that, what are, what are they? What else are they not paying attention to? And you, and you catch them doing those things. So. So I like I like that philosophy. Think like an owner. Have have you know thirty sets of eyeballs acting with an ownership mentality, and I, and I promise you, your restaurant will be will be better for it. So so number number three, and this is um this is a good one and important, and and the, your team should have this philosophy. You say our mantra is teamwork and respect. What do you think? Well, you know, I've always been a huge proponent in creating what I call a culture of hospitality, family, and fun. Okay, so as you're developing your A team, your dream team, you know, pretty soon it becomes not just a management team and employees, it becomes a family. It becomes a chemistry between the staff where everyone just sort of, you know, just fits well together. Everyone's there for the same common person of pleasing the guest, and that elevates the guest service experience. But it really starts with teamwork and respect. So teamwork is, you know, it's it's easily explainable. You're going to back each other up. You're going to help each other out. You're going to recognize when someone else on the team needs something or even if they ask, you're just ready to jump in and help. And then the respect part. It's like we treat each other as a staff and we treat the customers with respect as if we appreciate one another and it just becomes more more of a culture of hospitality, family and fun, okay? 
and going out of their way to please the guest. I mean, we all exist to please the guest because we. this isn't a one-off, you know? You don't want that customer just to come in once. You want them to become regulars. You want them to tell everybody they know what a great experience they had in your restaurant. And that comes through teamwork and respect. Yeah, I, the one that thing that I really like the most there is the is the jumping in to help, even if it's you know not your not what you're thinking about doing or your mind is somewhere else, but being being ready to do that and help your teammates. Because I see heads down in a restaurant, I see oh not my problem, not my thing, I got my own stuff to worry about, and and uh, that 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 kind of mentality frustrates me. Uh, and so I really do uh, like the idea of a man management team having the conversation with their staff of really believing in all the stuff you just talked about. And absolutely, they're going to do greater. So um, num number four, this is absolutely every single restaurant in the planet can can relate to this one. Leave uh, and, and number four being leave your issues and problems at the door. I'm sure you got some stories on this one. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, not everybody is having a great day all the time. You know, we all have personal problems and issues that crop up from time to time, some more serious than others that can affect our job performance. But not only does it affect that individual person's job performance, but it also impacts the morale of the team and the guest's overall experience. And I don't care if we're talking back of house, front of house. You know, if you work as a line cook, it could affect the quality of the food and the presentation and the plate and the portions and the wow factor and all that kind of stuff as it goes to the customer. Or if you're a front of house person, just, you know, maybe you don't really feel like interacting with customers that day and putting on your happy face and just, you know, having a great time with the customer. So we, we definitely made that a point right from day one and we reinforce that constantly. You know, leave your problems at the door. Put on your happy face. If it's not fun, why do it? You're here for that reason. And uh, yeah, that, that served us really, really well because people knew that that's what we expected. So if you don't mention it, if it goes unsaid, I mean, think about how that can impact your customer's experience if someone is having an off day. Well, it absolutely does, and, I, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. And I'm sure whether it's you or people listening can echo this thing. I've I've been sitting at a restaurant, and you can absolutely tell that the server is has brought something into work. You can see it on their face. Sometimes they'll even say something, um, and you know, like you're, you're 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 there as a customer. You don't want anything to do with this situation, and you can tell. Well, they're not happy with this or that, and you're like you're like, come on, I'm I'm here to have a meal. So so absolutely have that conversation with your team that they they got to leave that stuff at the door. It, it cannot be brought into the business. And uh, as far as number five, you actually just you, you just mentioned that yeah. phrase. <laughs> um, you say, if it's not fun, why do it? Um, that that is absolutely true. Like if you if you if you do not want to be in this kind of fun business, you know, why are you doing it? So what more do you share when you talk about that with uh, your clients or, or the team or, or your teams in the past? Yeah, I mean, that is that is such a common phrase that that we use so often. If it's not fun, why do it? And that really just sort of um, speaks to whether or not that person belongs as a member of your team. Is it a good fit or not? Whether, you, whether that person belongs working in the hospitality restaurant industry or not, it really comes down to it. And we used to talk about that a lot in job interviews. And I know I'm famous for, for trying to get to the, to the heart of a person's soul in a job interview and not just asking those questions that the person knows what, the, what answer you expect and then just sort of throws it at you. It's really about the person's character, their approach to the job, and whether or not they really have a true desire to serve the public. And that certainly plays into it, the fun part. I mean, everybody needs to earn money. Everyone's in it for the paycheck. But hopefully, you're really in it because you enjoy the team 
you know, you enjoy meeting new people every night and making friends for that restaurant. And that's really what it's all about. And if the fit isn't right, I mean, we just approached people. If, if anything was noticeable, um, and pretty soon I didn't even do this. I mean, my dream team staff, whenever a new person came in that we were trying out, and that was rare because we had such a high retention rate, but whenever a new person came in, if within a short amount of time, if that person didn't fit the team, the team kind of voted them off the island and kind of forced them out. I, after a while, I didn't have to fire anyone anymore, you know? So it's definitely about the chemistry of the team and it's got to be fun. Otherwise, it's not going to be that culture of hospitality. Yeah, I'm just going to layer on uh, two seconds worth of stuff there. Is, yeah, please. Is, yeah, I, I would, I would, what I would add, just add to people is if you're in a situation where you haven't had a meeting with your staff in a while, is, is kind of have that, you know, that sit down, honest meeting where you're talking about a number of things, but le but say a sentence, some, some, somewhere similar, like if this isn't fun for you, if this is not what you think are interested in doing, you know, you know, there, there's the door. There's other things for you to do in your life because you want people that are going to be there, that are going to be engaged and, and, and helping your customers and helping your business. And every once in a while, you need to tell people, listen, if this is not your thing, go do something else. Even, even, even if you're short staffed and even if you, you, you desperate to find people, you can't have people that aren't into your business. So uh, it's important to say it and, and it's important yes. to reinforce that message. And, and of course, it's the best, the best, the, the best place to do it is when you initially hire, of course, uh, of that's course. when you want to make sure you nail the right person uh, in the beginning. But um, now you touched on this one and this one is my, is a, is a pet peeve of mine. Number six, every table is your table. Um, servers just blow this left and right. So how do you talk to, how do you talk to staff about this one? Well, this is one of the most powerful concepts for any restaurant because again, the guest experience is paramount in your restaurant. And how many times have you gone out to dinner, James? And and I think anybody can relate to this where you have a problem or an issue or a need and you want that taken care of immediately and your server's in the kitchen or she's in the back room or maybe she's out back having a smoke, who knows? But it's like you're just waiting for, in most restaurants, that one server takes care of that table. And that was unacceptable in my restaurants. I trained every single person on the floor that every table is your table. Notice, you know, we talked about noticing and seeing what the guest sees immediately. This all plays into that. So let's just say you're assigned section A in the corner. You got five tables over there and then someone at section C, you know, needs another basket of bread or their wine is empty or they drop something on the floor and they need a new fork. I don't care what it is. It's like, you know, we had an entire front of house team that were there to notice and every single guest at every single table was everybody's responsibility. So there was never a guest in my restaurants that had a need that wasn't taken care of immediately. And let's just say you see something, if you don't have the time to take care of it because you're carrying five plates to another table, I mean, we had a, our front of house team was choreographed. I mean, we had hosts, we had busters, and we had servers, and it was all about communication. And everybody talked to everybody, and everybody knew what was going on. So it was very simple to talk to another front of house person and say, you know, table 10 needs a new fork, needs a new basket of bread. And then somebody was on it immediately. And guests were amazed that something was noticed immediately and that even though it wasn't their server, that person approached them with a smile and took care of their issue. It was unbelievable. I mean, that goes so far with customers. So every table is your table. Practice it. It'll just pay dividends in your restaurant. Yeah, this is a big one, and, and, and it absolutely is. And when restaurants do this well, you're right. The, the customer is uh, impressed and surprised. And the corollary is um, when, when the staff does not do this and you can only interact with your server, 
as a customer, there's times where they seem to disappear for for 10 Always. minutes, even if it's even if it's like two minutes, and you're like, those are the critical minutes, whether it's something for for your kid or or a menu item, or you're just dying of thirst and like you need that refill, and all of a sudden like they're just they're nowhere to be seen, and like all the other staff are walking by with their heads down, they won't make eye contact, they have no interest in helping you, and um, believe me, uh, from the customer side, that is a frustrating experience. And it's not what you want your customer to feel. It's the sort of thing that makes the difference in do I want to go back to that place. It's it's really that important. And the way Roger described you know managing his team is absolutely how you want your staff to be to be on the floor. So so take that one to heart. Think about it. Brainstorm around it. Get with your staff. Have that mentality in your restaurant. You'll absolutely um, be better for it. Um, number seven, be safety mind today. Important, right? We can't have people getting hurt and we and, and so forth. So how do you um, recommend a restaurant talk about this one? Yeah, we talked about safety all the time as an entire team, you know, and a lot of times you are in a rush situation. Maybe the prep people in the morning are, are rushing to, you know, get the salads ready for the day and they're chopping carrots or onions or whatever it is and they're just feeling behind. It's like nothing is more important than taking your time and being safety conscious. And we really cut our, our you know, insurance claims quite a bit just by regularly talking about safety, don't rush, take your time. And if you notice a hazardous situation, and let's face it, you know, restaurants, this can be dangerous environments, whether somebody just mopped the floor in the kitchen, you know, slow down and just take care of hazards if you see them and fix things immediately so that no one else gets hurt. So, you know, it's, it seems common sense, but a lot of restaurants don't talk about this on a regular basis. And I am, I am a proponent in daily training, whether that's three minutes or a half an hour in a pre-shift for every department in the restaurant. Just give people things to think about that are going to impact the guest experience, that are going to impact safety, and just run a more efficient, safer restaurant. So yeah, that one's pretty important. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And if you are doing that regular training, you can take you can take a, a couple minutes to talk about uh, safety, for example, as an important topic, as well as all the other stuff we touched on. Um, now, now we're going to wrap up with number eight, and this is always a good way to wrap up by saying thank you. You know, th- say thank you to your your folks for being part of your team. Um, they want to hear it. People love to be recognized. So, what were some things you found successful in recognizing your team? It all starts with leading by example, and I know you and I have talked about this quite a bit before. But, you know, being a good, strong, effective manager or owner is really about being a part of that team, not just a figurehead that's in the back office, you know, and I'm a big proponent of putting systems in place. But right from the get go, I was right there on the floor and and I was just recognizing the staff for doing things great. I was thanking and appreciating all the customers. But I routinely walked around the restaurant every single shift. And even if I was there for just an hour and and I went home to spend time with my family after the systems were in place, it didn't matter. I spent quality time just chit-chatting with my staff, asking them about their lives, noticing the great things they were doing, and just genuinely thanking them for being a part of our team. And, you know, just fill in the blanks, whether you jumped in to help the dishwasher with a mountain of dishes or you helped a customer with an issue or a problem. It's like I always saw these things and I thanked, I genuinely thanked people for doing it. And, yeah, we talked about this earlier. Everyone is there for a paycheck, but I have 
found over the years that praise and genuine thank yous go so much farther to productivity, morale, and just longevity with your team. You know, if you treat people like they're special, like they're valued members of your team, they're going to last longer in a high turnover business. They're going to stay with you longer. And that's all a key element of, you know, like what we talked about, building your dream team. Recognition, praise, and thank yous go a long way. They really do. They really do, Roger. And, and just uh, if, if folks, that's just, it's a good reminder for everybody. We're all guilty of, of getting in our own uh, way sometimes, but, yeah. but step out of your way and, and, and thank your team and be grateful and, and do it in a genuine way. It absolutely will pay dividends. And so, so I, I think, um, or I hope that we delivered uh, a, lot, a lot of value today in talking about eight things you can say to your staff. If you were to, were to take some notes on, on these eight things, uh, get with your team, uh, sit down, talk about these things. You're absolutely going to be, be giving better service to your customers, and then that's going to relate to better sales, better return visits, and loyalty. And, and Roger, when, when he talks about service, it's his sweet spot, man. He, it's where he built his, uh, his kind of roundhouse. When you talk about hit, uh, hitter, their, their wheelhouse, that's where he, he hits the home runs from. Talking about the service aspect also covers all the other parts of, uh, of, of, of the restaurant business in, in his, um, his consulting and his products. So, so real, really quickly, Roger, where can people find you on the web? Uh, what, what do you got going on out there? Yeah, um, lots going on. I mean, I specialize in helping restaurants optimize their finances and their critical financial systems and maximize their profits. Um, you know, like you said, service really built my business. So my flagship um, system is called Sales Stars, and that's all about, uh, you know, training your staff to notice building your dream team staff, and then educating, informing, and entertaining your customer, which increases sales and builds affinity, like we talked about earlier. And then for those just starting a, a brand new restaurant, uh, we have something called the Restaurant Rockstars Academy, which is kind of a soup to nuts virtual crash course in not only starting a restaurant, everything you need to know to start one, but also how to maximize your profits across the board. So yeah, we focus on that. I do some personal consulting as well. And uh, just I'm passionate, Jamie, like you are about this business. And I just love talking to other restaurant owners and managers and helping them succeed. And they can always ask me a question. I'm happy to answer their emails. And that's just R-O-G-E-R -E at restaurantrockstars.com, which is our website. And I know you always put, uh, you know, special links for them to, uh, you know, to get any special deals we're offering and, and that sort of thing as well. Or just for more information in your show notes. Yeah, we will. Yeah, I, I will do that. I will, we'll put links to Roger's stuff up there. If you're if you're a restaurant operator that is looking for um, kind of some tips and some ideas, Roger's stuff is absolutely a great resource for you, and you should you should check out uh, what he has to offer. If you're a new restaurant and you have a whole bunch of questions, um, you absolutely want to get into his stuff so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. He has done it and, and done it for 20 years and has all the systems ready for you to go so you can rock your restaurant. So, Roger, as always, I appreciate you sharing your tips and, and wisdom with us. Thank you so much, sir. Oh, thanks for having me on the show, Jim. I always enjoy working with you. Awesome. Well, enjoy uh, the rest of the day, everybody, uh, and so forth. This has been Jamie Oichel from RunningRestaurants.com, along with Roger Bodwin from RestaurantRockstars.com. Thank you so much for listening, and all the best for your restaurant business. You know, today's episode is really a system in itself. It's about leading by example, sharing your knowledge and vision for your operation, and finding time to train your staff daily. If only for five minutes in a pre-shift, this time spent will pay repeat dividends. Now go out there and rock your restaurant. 
for listening to, to the, the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to restaurantrockstars.com. And while you're there, download a copy of the book, Rock Your Restaurant. It's a game changer. See you next time.